Welcome back. It is time for my favorite hour of the week. It is time for my side of the universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox, and today we are going to have a really cool guest. Her name's Steph Brady. She does a lot of things. She um, is a paranormal angel with attitude, and she does different things in the paranormal realm, so she's going to be fun. If you want to check out uh, what she does, go to LinkedIn, type in Steph Brady, you'll find her information. Or you can go to Facebook and search for Paranormal Kits. Uh, she puts together kits for ghost hunting and that kind of thing. She's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to talk to her. And that'll be just in a few minutes. And before we get there, I'd like to remind you to go see our sponsor, the Utah Eastern Utah Tourism and History Association. You know Darren, you know Sue Ann, go say hi, talk to them, see what they have. They're putting together an archive that's going to be available for other people to use in addition to them. Super cool thing down there. So go down and check them out at their store. You'll be glad you did. But hang with us. We're going to be back in just a moment with more My Side of the Universe. But before we go, um, you all know that I'm personal friends with Sasquatch. And I want to leave you with this before we go to break. Believe in yourself especially when no one else will. That's a direct quote from him. We'll see you in just a minute on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox, and today we're joined by uh, kind of my sister from just another part of the country. Uh, we're about the same age and uh, same kind of experiences. She, uh, she has done more as far as developing her paranormal ability than I have, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah, it sounds like this is going to be fun. It's going to be like talking to an old friend that I just haven't met yet. Uh, Stephanie Brady is her name. She is the co-founder of Spirit, which is the Supernatural and Paranormal Investigation Research in Texas. Uh, Steph, welcome to my side of the universe. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really well, uh, and I'm excited to talk to you today. Uh, with, with somebody that does the kind of work you do, I usually like to see how it all started. Uh, can you remember when you first um, got that taste of the paranormal, had that, had that uh, just that interest, Definitely. that excitement? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, I was dating the guy in college, and uh, unfortunately... He had gotten into a motorcycle accident and was killed. Um, for the next three nights, I was wakened in the night by a white, opaque figure standing right in front of my bed. So I attempt to get up and go turn the light on because it's the first thing we always do. But it would impede me from getting up, and it would move right in front of me, whichever way I turned. And I know it wasn't me because my roommate even woke up and saw it. And um, and then the day of his funeral, which was exactly three days later, um, that was it. I didn't see it anymore. And there's a, a, a rule of thumb, or a school of thought, rather, that um, they have three days to uh, cross over. And then the light disappears. It's just one school of thought. Okay. I hadn't heard that before. Um... So... That was when I caught the bug. Okay. And you caught the bug then, and, 
and but I, I'm intrigued by this three day thing, and I, I have not heard it before. Other than than this white entity just kind of being in your room, was there any other activity? Did it try to make contact with you? Did it try to? Um, did you feel like there was the no. communication? Absolutely not. Just the white figure every huh. night. For three nights. So, what do you think's going on with the th- with with being allowed the three night three days or nights? Um, why do you think that there's that time before the crossover, and what what do you think they're they're looking to do? You know, I, I couldn't tell you. I would think that um, they probably I don't know figure that three three days is enough. <laughs> you know, to make up your mind because they do see they do see the. Uh, People from the other side, like the ones that passed on before them, they do see them beckoning them, supposedly. Okay. From what I understand. So um, that's all I can think of. And like I say, it's just one school of thought. Sure. And then they become earthbound spirits, supposedly. If they don't go and then at that point. If they don't go. Okay. And I have on occasion done, tried to pass over. In fact, we had a, uh, uh, in Land, Texas, they unearthed, uh, they were building a school, and they unearthed a mass grave burial site there. And what had happened was that right after the Civil War, when the slaves were freed, a lot of these slaves did not know where to go, how they were going to eat, um, what what they were going to use for money, et cetera. So this um, landowner, plantation owner, offered them to work on his plantation for them. And unfortunately, though, he literally worked them to death. And worked, they would die, and he would just bury them all in this mass grave. And, um, you know, how many years later, it was discovered. Wow. And uh, I guess he even took uh, um, people from the jail out. Um, you know, poor, poor guys that were just getting out of jail there again, didn't know how they were going to be able to clothe and feed themselves. He took them as well. So, um, just a, you know, horrifying story for them. I and mean, I did go down there. We, we I went with a friend. We did get a bunch of um, EVPs, and in them I had asked if there was any that wanted to cross over, and I got an affirmative. Um, I've come many. The answer was seven. And so, but at that point, then I, I say a prayer, ask the archangels, um, Michael, Raphael, um, to come and put up the white light for the, the crossover, um, sprinkle some holy water, and then continue saying prayers. And then when I'm finished, then I turned on the recorder again and asked the angels and my guides, if people had crossed over and the answer was affirmative. And then I, when I asked how many, again, I got the answer seven. Wow. In an EVP. Yeah. In an EVP. Yeah, that is, that is very cool. You usually don't get that great of, um, I don't want to say response, but when you get something, uh, replicated like that, that's, that's really unusual. Exactly. And I was using, I don't know if you heard of it, the DR-60s. On the, uh, record, for the, the recorder. recorder? Okay. Yeah, uh, way, way back 90s, the 
um, Panasonic has this piece around the tape recorder coming out, digital recorder. And people kept complaining that there were other voices on there that went them and their families. So they took it off the market. And come to find out that people are thinking now that those were EVPs. Yeah. So they're kind of like the Holy Grail right now. Okay. <laughs> I've seen them go for as much as $3,500 $3, right now. I didn't wow. pay that, of course, but yeah. now they're really up in the price on them. Everything old is new again, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But they are phenomenal. What do you get in comparison to other um, tape recorders and, and digital recorders? It's just, it's like night and day. So what what do you think's different on them? Is it a, is it a better uh, microphone or what what's going on? Do you think? You know, I have no idea. Um, there's better reception. You get better playback. The only problem is, is that you can't easily convert it to Audacity or some other um, program. Okay, and and that's unfortunate. I love Audacity when I'm when I'm listening for EVPs and. And the way you can change things right. and, you know, it really makes it great. Exactly. Yeah, it's perfect. So yeah. I have to get a big microphone and hold it up to there and attach it to a mixer. And then I'll get it to come out pretty, you know, pretty well. Okay. On Audacity. Wow. That. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. So it must be awesome sound quality if you're doing you know, the microphone later and still getting good quality. Right. So that's, that's really amazing. It is really bad. So when you're, when you're out good. doing your investigations, I'm curious, has there been some, since we're talking about EVPs, has there been um, any right. EVPs that you can remember that just startled you on, on the response? And remember this is a family show. So if it, if it was one of those responses, yeah. we need to be careful. But <laughs> if there was some, uh, if there was some that just really caught you off guard, what, what were they telling you? You know, one where we, I, we caught with the Weezy board out, um, where some teenagers had downloaded on their phones, their iPhones, I believe, a Ouija board app on there. And we're saying, and the mom was saying, no, it's not, you know, it, it just can't possibly work. And so she was playing with it to um, kind of prove a point to them. Well, they did let something in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was, I don't know whether it was evil spirit or demonic or what, it's awfully hard to tell sometimes. But, um, Whatever it was, was not nice. And so it had said my name three times. And it did sound awfully evil when it said it. And that kind of sent goosebumps running up. In fact, it sent goosebumps running, you know, on everybody that heard it. Wow. I, I can only like, imagine. You know, the demonic. They, I know they do three knocks. They, they're mocking the Trinity. And then they say my name three times. So that was kind of... Yeah. That kind of shook me up a little bit. For sure. And and what did you do with that investigation? Was that an investigation that you were just looking for information? Were you trying to help a family clean something up? What was your next step after that? Trying to help them clean it up because it, 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 what it was doing was attacking the elderly woman there, the grandma. Oh, wow. And sending, making her sick and sending her to the hospital and checking the bed and things like that. So, yeah, we... I think we had to cleanse twice at that house. Wow. Yeah, I just want to do a 
public service announcement real quick. No matter how much fun you think yeah. that board game may be and <laughs> that you think it's just a kid's game, in, in reality it is a kid's game, but you're setting an intent that can bring something horrible into your life. So I, I would recommend people exactly. don't mess with it. We've The worst investigations we've ever gone as far as EVPs we were picking up, things that were happening to the family, always centered around a Ouija board. So I, I would encourage people just to stay right. away from that thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Same here. Yeah. So, so what other ones did you pick up that, that were interesting? What was that? I'm sorry. What other EVPs have you picked up that were interesting? Um, there's been a bunch. Um, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head. We'll get stuff like murdered, or you know, you you will get a lot of cursing. Yes. I don't know why you've noticed that too. Have you ever used the ITC device spirit boxes? Yes, we have. And and we get weird so, things with that. Um, I would prefer I exactly. I don't like using those because I I don't know if it's really what they were trying to tell me. I'd much rather hear it on the EVP, um, you know, through the right. recorder. So while we do use those, I I prefer not to. The the other people in my group love them, so we do use them virtually every Which time. Do but use, or do they use? What's that? Which ones do they use? It's I believe it's the spirit box. Um, they're they're okay. the kind of the tech side, and I'm the metaphysical weirdo that that comes up with goofy questions. <laughs> and so, I, I believe it's Spirit Box that they use. And and um, for some reason, I hope I don't offend anybody out there, but it likes to call me retard um, oh, <laughs> all the time. Um, so they'll say, you know, something about what 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 do you think about Todd in the corner? And without fail, that word will come up. So I apologize to people that, right. are, that don't like that word, but it, it calls me that all the time. That's not the reason I don't like to use it, but <laughs> it just does that. <laughs> You've got to be careful with those, too, because those are kind of, they're not as bad as we used to work, not, not work even close. But you do have to cleanse yourself and protect yourself. And, you know, that's something that, that my team and I are just not good at. Most of the time when we when we meet up with another team and do things, uh, that takes place. I forget to do that right. all the time. And I, I don't know if I need to put a note on the equipment or what, but I'm forever forgetting to do some kind of a, you know, a, a debriefing, a, a cleansing, a, right. um, you know, renewal. you, you got to say prayers at the end um, First and foremost, that tells them that they're not allowed to follow you home. They're not allowed to attach to your equipment. That's a must because they will attach to your equipment sometimes. They will. And and I've told this story before. One actually attached to my car. And every once in a while when oh I, would, I, would, I would see just a glimpse in the window of somebody sitting there. But the odd part was it, right. it wasn't a problem. Uh, it wasn't a problem spirit. I would go out there, eat my lunch, usually kick back and take a nap. And, and where this parking right. lot was, there was a lot of bees. And, uh, uh-huh. I just, I said, Hey, can you, uh, would you mind keeping the bees out of the car while I take a nap? And I didn't have any trouble with bees. And about three weeks after yeah. this whole thing started, right. I, I just had the feeling that the thing was gone and, and I'm right. eating lunch. I, out of the corner of my eye, I see a bird flying at me, and it's chasing a bee. 
<laughs> they both fly right through my car. And then from that minute on, the bees came back. So it's not always a bad thing, but yeah, you 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 don't want things no. following you home for sure. Yeah, uh, just keep that stick of Palo Santo in your pocket. Keep a what? And that way you, do you know what Palo Santo is? No. It's a, imagine it's like saying that it's actually um, a lot stronger. It's from Brazil. Okay. And um, the wood of a tree in Brazil, it's a lot stronger. And unlike sage, which takes out both the positive and the negative, and you can set an intention for every room, or the homeowners have set an intention for every room, Palo Santo puts back in the positivity oh. and takes out the negativity. At the same time. Okay. I will definitely look into that. Steph, we are up against it uh, for a break. But don't worry, everybody. We'll be back in just okay. a moment with more Steph Brady talking about the things she's done in the paranormal and some of the things that she has available for you. On My Side of the Universe on KOAL 1073 FM and 750 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox, and we are joined this week by Steph Brady. She's a paranormal angel with attitude. Uh, Steph, as we were on break, we got talking a little bit about the things that that are said to us in the investigations. And, and one of the odd things about right. me, and it drives my um, the other people on my team crazy, is I get... For the most part, I get very nice things said to me. I think we have uh, awesome. 20, it's about 20 different EVPs of something saying, we love Todd, I love Todd, things like that. <laughs> so, oh, no That's yeah, awesome. I'm very popular on I the other side. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we do get those, and, and there was one house that... Um, we we had the F word said at us a lot and F off, um, those kind of things. Right. But um, for the most part, we've we've been pretty lucky. But that one house and it and it was weird. Um, I got so exhausted listening to that recording because there was an EVP virtually every forty seconds, and in oh, in a exactly. little over an hour, I had over a hundred EVPs. Right. It was crazy. That's and, amazing. Yeah. What's that? Class A, um, it, the whole the whole range from A to C. There was a lot of A's right. um, and a few few B's, very few C's. It was a very clear recording. I had put and and maybe this and I, I do this a lot. I'll put a recorder in the attic, and I get right. so many more EVPs in an attic than I do in the in the main floor in a basement. Um, for some reason, when when we do the attic, we get a lot, and that was where this particular recorder was. We were picking up um, a woman's voice, a little girl interacting with the woman. Uh, there was a very horrible man um, that I I think the woman was protecting the little girl from. That was really saying, you know, just swearing and and threatening us, not right. not the not the other voices that we were picking up, but threatening the team. Um, it was weird. Uh, there was there was even a dog barking in it, um, and and not really like a crazy bark, but like just like you know you're, when you're out with your dog and he's, and he's getting excited. Right. 
Um, it was it was a crazy crazy uh, review, and and while we were there, we didn't think much was happening at all. And then when I'm listening to yeah. that, I was just in shock at how much we had. Um, yeah, it was yeah, we just did a one lot of those weird of them ones. While we're setting up the equipment. Oh, things. okay. And and are I they asking you what you're know. doing or what kind of responses are you getting there? Um, just like you know, I can't remember that was so. so on my last team too, and this is a side note, but for some reason, someone kept insisting on putting one in the bathroom. You know, and I was the main person that did the EDP, so I had to listen to toilet flushing and people washing their hands, and it's just, I had to find a bit of kibosh to it. (laughs) There's something about the restrooms, though. Uh, we have a train station here yeah. that has a lot of activity in the restroom. We've uh, we were at another house that one of the girls on the team said she was going to use go use the bathroom, and we get a response right. that says, "I'll be watching." <laughs> oh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah. So now, kind of the That's joke is, thing. "Hey, everybody, I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. Come on in." <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. never know. You just you know. never know what what's going to end up. Um, so, Steph, can oh sorry, I was just going to say, can you tell me what you mean by you're a paranormal angel with attitude? What what is that? Um, I got a little bit of a spunk in me. I'm Latin, so I'm Latin and Irish, so that kind of says it all. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So. <laughs> Uh, I like that. That That is a good, so, clear response. I, I have friends that are both, and, and I can see how the mix would be a lot of fun to be around. <laughs> yeah, it's like dynamite sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? tell us about your paranormal kits. If people go to Facebook and they search paranormal kits, <clears throat> what are they going to find from right. you? Um, I offer four kits. Um, one you work with me and we'll personalize it depending on what if you have gifts that you want to enhance um with each one of them comes a cleansing that i developed and i I use in my current investigations i crystals st benedict's metal everything in there is blessed um i also uh um i'm there with you once once you buy the kit until you know hopefully the issue is resolved so I'm kind of like a consumer. Okay. I work with them to see if they have attachments. I've done attachment cleansings over the phone with people. Um, so it depends. You know, I have a seer, a diviner, and the same bed in it. So as you go up, you get a little bit more bang for your buck in there. Okay. And something that you said well, about the... Yeah, the cleansing. The cleansing on the phone is amazing to me that... that um, the things that can be done remotely. Uh, one of the guys in the team right. can do things remotely. You can do it. Um, is that, you know, people talk about the quantum field and, and those kind of things. Do you think that, that you're, what you're doing is working in that, or do you think you're working in a spiritual field? What What do you think is going on where you can help I them do. remotely? Honestly, um, I, with that one case, I mean, I do it for a lot. They just need support sometimes. If it's an attachment, they definitely need my help a lot of times. Um, there was a couple of demonics that I had done with a friend. And um, the moment we started saying the St. Michael's prayer, 
you could hear him run away, away and just violently throwing up in the toilet. Wow. And the longer, the louder we said it, and the longer we went on, the worse he got. So, um, very definitely needed help. I mean, right right now, I just finished treatments at the answer, so I'm not doing any of that demonic. Um, yeah. But I will do the attachments. Okay. And <clears throat> and we've been lucky with the on the demonic side. We really haven't been involved, and um, right. And I wonder if maybe it's you know if if you're only drawn to the things that you can handle, maybe. Um, so it's you know it's just not on, in our yeah it's not in our wheelhouse. So we we tend to not get pulled there. We've you know we've been involved with a couple possibilities, and then another group will will kind of take over for us. Um, that right. that somehow finds out about it not through us or or not always through the the person, but they they seem to find out. So yeah, I, th- I think we all have right. our place, and it sounds like yours was a a pretty pretty strong place, and uh, yeah. How, how do you feel about that? What, as far as that calling, um, you know, it's right now. It scares me. Um, I know for a while after we did those, I we went to a psychic there, and um, he was the second psychic that told me that he had seen a demonic attachment attached to me. Wow! And so <laughs> I, I don't know if you know who Sean Whittington is. He's a exorcism. He does exorcism. He has his own radio program in Las Vegas. Uh, anyways, he sat up one night and talked with me till past the witching hour because he wanted to see if I truly had an attachment and if I was going to manifest any of the signals. So the time we finished, he was pretty well convinced that I didn't have any hidden that attached to me. Okay, but it did scare me. Yeah, it did really. It made me think, because for a while there, I mean, I had absolutely no fear going in there. And I've been told by a lot of uh, psychic friends, you got to have healthy fear at least. But I just didn't have any. So, um, but I have, and I definitely have it now. And a lot of respect and healthy fear. Yeah. And, you know, that brings me to another point. You see on TV, um, People that act like they're challenging some kind of a demonic presence. Right. What yeah. do you think that there's even one there? If somebody was behaving like that and it truly was a demonic presence, wouldn't there be some serious repercussions happening to them? Yeah, I got to for you. Yeah, there would be. <laughs> I was doing religious provocation a couple of years ago, and um, there was a demonic. I'm reasonably convinced there. And instantly, in the middle, it was just like I got instantaneously ill. Felt fine before, um, to the point that I was out for the rest of the night. In fact, I live an hour away from where the investigation was. It took me three hours to drive home. Oh I was wow! That ill, and I spent I think six days on the couch. I literally couldn't move. So. Um, I will never do that again. It's just, and I would advise nobody to ever do that again because they will get it. You know, I, and uh, I know the person I think that you're referring to, believe it or not, I've heard these like five or six exorcisms. 
You've been at five or six exorcisms? No, no, I've heard he's had oh. to have. Oh, oh that he's had to have them. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Right, exactly. Wow. Okay, so that so that kind of answered that question very strongly. Um, <laughs> so this is not something to play with. This isn't a joke, guys. Um, you know, one time. No, not even. And I don't think. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, one time we showed up at an investigation of an of an area, a reportedly haunted area, and there was a there was a group of paranormal investigators running down the hill um, to get in their cars to take off because they were so scared of of something that happened to them up there, and and uh, they they were trying to physically almost block us from going up there. Uh, we, right. we just drove six hours to go to this thing. We're not going to, we're not going to not go that that's what we're after. Um, but something scared them okay. very bad. Nothing bothered us. Um, we got some kind of yeah. cool EVPs, nothing bothered us. And, and maybe they were behaving a different way. Maybe they, um, had energy that was drawing different things to them than, than what happened to us, but it was a completely different experience. Um, they were absolutely right. terrified and I mean, to the point where, where they were trying to restrain us from going. Um, oh my gosh. And some people actually go and do seances or things like that. Yeah. And that's just like, to me, it's like doing the Ouija board. You're just, you're, you don't you've know got, who you're letting in. Yeah. You don't know what's going to be there. So very good. Right. Exactly. I've got a, a question that people have brought this up as I've, I've talked to a lot of people and what many people are yeah. thinking that what we're dealing with isn't always necessarily a spirit or a demon or anything else, but it's somebody just like us in another dimension. And they may even be on an investigation for some reason that the, the veil between the two dimensions are very thin in a, in a haunted area. Right. And so many times they're thinking maybe there's just some guy with a recorder on the other side talking to us and and we're his EVP and he's our EVP. (laughs) Do you think there's... Exactly. I I couldn't say that that w- never happened. I mean, honestly. Um, and it's... That definitely is a possibility. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting the impression... It's getting thinner and thinner. Yes, yes. And and I also get the impression, maybe you feel this way, is that, that there's... It's not just one thing that we're... That we're getting on these it's not just spirits it's not just you know earthbound spirits it's not just spirits that are visiting it's not just demons it's not just um evil things it's not right. just people in there's another thing it's the, around there everything there's all kinds of stuff right right i believe that i believe there's fairies there's elemental spirits the, the earth the fire the wind the water wow um i believe that there's you know, possibly even aliens out there. Funny you should say that, and we're going to hold that to the next yeah. to the next segment. Uh, but okay. I do want to I do want to bring up the alien aspect of of uh, the paranormal research, especially with ghosts and demons and and how they may interact. Um, so we'll be right back with right. more Steph Brady on my side of the universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7:50 AM. That. And it won't shut off. <laughs> What's going on here? Because we both have gifts. 
that's what makes the the uh, um, electronic equipment go hooey. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, your host Todd Wilcox, and we have Steph Brady with us joint today. She is a paranormal angel with attitude. You can find some of the stuff that she has at Paranormal Kits on Facebook. And if you also search her name, you'll find some stuff. And she is the co-founder of Spirit Supernatural and Paranormal Investigation Research in Texas. Um, Steph, as we were getting ready to go to that last break, we started talking about aliens a little mm-hmm. bit. How much right. do you think um, that there is an alien interaction many times when people think it was a demon? You know, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it would be pretty dangerous to think that we're the only ones that were created. Right. You know, in this world. Um, so I definitely think that's possible, especially with all the stories that we hear and all the conspiracy theories. You know, you take everything with a grain of salt, but there's got to be some truth to it. Yeah, and I believe so. And the, I guess the reason that I bring this up is when you were telling your story about the uh, the demon that was attached and how sick you got and, and uh, you know, it right. took you so long to drive home and how many days after... I used to always smart off about, um, I'm hoping that the aliens come and abduct me. I'm going to commandeer their ship, and I'll have my own spaceship. Right. <laughs> and I did that a lot. And, and the people that had been um, abducted and people that studied abductees would just cringe and say, no, Todd, that's not a good plan. No, that's not a good plan. And I had an experience where in a, in a dream, they came to me, and, and in no uncertain terms, told me to knock that off and I was physically okay. ill for three days after that so whether it was a dream it or not I don't like know incredibly real incredibly real it seemed like yeah that I mean I I I would have to believe that then because I know when spirits come to you like when for instance my mom died um and she came to me and sat down on the bed. It was the most real dream I've ever had and probably will ever have in my life. So I know for a fact that's how they come through. One of the easiest ways they do come through is through our dreams. Okay. So it has to take the same the same way, you know, for aliens as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was <clears throat> it was no fun, I'll tell you. I, I don't I don't be as smart aleck about that anymore. I do share the story, um, but I'm I'm right. not looking for one to commandeer anymore. So Exactly. I'm, I'm no, on much better behavior. Uh, so There it, is a um on one of those shows I remember and I forget where it was in Las, New Mexico or Arizona where they did do an investigation of a ranch that was um, supposedly um, inundated with aliens. I don't know if you saw that episode. Hmm. I've I've seen so many was, things they run together, but yeah, we, I hear you. it was trying to abduct the wife, and and um, oh, they were still living there. I guess they for some reason didn't move. Probably because of finances. Okay. That uh, yeah, that came to mind. I mean, oh. I I think there's certain spots. 
you know, in certain areas, like the pyramids. How, how the heck did they build those pyramids? Yeah. Without having those tools. And I was using the crystal skull map, the crystal skulls. Mm-hmm. I've seen one and I went to go see one of them. There are absolutely no lines in them whatsoever. Oh, so you've seen one of the skulls. Were you able to touch it or was it in a in a I was. case? You were. I was. And the energy that came out of it was amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, we we had a guy on here talking about the skulls, and he actually um, has some produced and then um, works on giving them energy. But, yeah, the skulls, they each have names. They each have um, properties that right. help people. One, The one that he got to hold mm-hmm. is one that helps people um, be healthy. Um, and they all seem to have this want to be together. They don't like being separated. They don't like being alone. Um, what, yeah. what did you pick up when, when you picked it up? What kind of things were you getting from it? It's just like energy and the ability to meditate. Like I've never meditated before. Um, close my eyes and meditating. An hour later, it seemed like just five minutes had gone by. Wow. And like you say, you just feel the energy if I held it. It's probably, it comes here once a year, masks it. Its name, okay, and um, and the lady says who owns it says that it talks to her. Yes, and that's that's what the people that that spend time with these things say is that they do talk to them. That's a very common Mm -hmm. um, uh, reference when around these skulls. They're just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I highly, you know. It comes in your area. Go see it. It's they're just phenomenal. There's one of the Smithsonian too, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. It wouldn't shock me. They they seem to end up with things. There there might be more than one <laughs> that they're not telling right. us Right. Yeah. About. Exactly. <laughs> I think there's still one missing, isn't there? Or at least, and a lot of the ones that that we do know of are in a private, are in various private collections, and you don't ever get to see right. them. Or, or be around them, uh, or even know who the person is in that private collection that has them. So there's, it's unfortunate that they're that they're kind of hidden away. And 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 what this this other guest that we had was talking about was that the the skulls seem to really hate that they're separated and, and don't get to act interact as much with their, um, for lack of a better term, right. brothers and sisters. I didn't realize that. Oh. Yeah, and so it's. Yeah. One of those things we have to be careful. Twice a year, so. That is cool. I make it a point. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah, and um, is it something a paid event that you that you get charged for to be around? Yeah, it, or? you buy tickets for. Okay. Yeah, but it's very affordable. Like I think it was thirty-five dollars for an hour. Okay, and and is it just so. you with it, or is it a bunch of people at the same time? No, just me. Wow. And I have brought a friend with me, so it was just me and a friend in there. Oh, and a that's... whole hour charged down with it. Wow, that's very yeah. affordable, yes. <clears throat> Especially for it was the... well worth it. Yeah. That is cool. So, Steph, we're, we're uh, kind of getting close to the end of the hour here. What would you like to okay. talk about to finish things up? What have we missed? What would you love to explore? Um... I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. 
because they don't emphasize them on TV protection. Yes. You know, I'm just, people need to protect themselves before, during, and after an investigation. I've actually had spirits follow me home, even though I did follow those rules. Um, so, and I believe there's a lot of people coming home not knowing they're following everyone's leads on TV, not knowing why they're coming home with attachments or demonics or, 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 or whatnot. And it's kind of dangerous. Yes. Because there's nothing nothing out there being promoted and, as far as that's concerned. And with your kits, do most of those, do your kits address the protection side of, of what we're doing? Oh, definitely. With the metals, with the crystals, with um, there's a lot of protection items in there as well. And I give a lot of education in there because I believe education is empowerment. Without question. Without a doubt. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the whole thing and, and getting the word out and and that and, <clears throat> and, and right. There's a lot of people in there who are too ashamed they're oppressed by by spirits or entities or negativity and they're too embarrassed or they're worried that someone's not gonna believe them or are gonna make fun of them. So they just put up with it until, you know, it gets to the point where they can't deal with it anymore. And that's why I developed the kit. So people like that can just order them and um, just have me to, to talk to if they want to talk to anybody. Otherwise, I get them total anonymity. <laughs> so I pronounced that one wrong. But you know what I mean. Close and, enough, uh, yes. <laughs> you did good, yeah, actually. Close <laughs> <laughs> and give them the opportunity so they can cleanse their house or their themselves or their property and get rid of what's what's oppressing them or bothering them okay very good and and one thing we forgot to talk about and it was actually how i met you is is through linkedin um if you go to linkedin and search steph brady uh you'll find some stuff and you always every day you have great things this morning i open up the computer and and you've got a picture of a plumber uh, in his truck and it looks like he's sitting on the toilet it is awesome um so that that cracked me up and and usually have something very interesting almost every time i get on i'll see your name and there'll be something interesting to check out so um i would encourage people to friend steph on on uh, LinkedIn, and I noticed that you have over 500 uh, people. I've actually, I'm approaching 17,000. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All no, right. I'm really blessed. Yeah, so my, my uh, 110 that I was so impressed with is not looking so cool anymore. Um <laughs> Wow, that is amazing. So, you know, hopefully after this you'll be at 18,000 and then you can really, really tease me. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, guys, check out Steph. Go to LinkedIn, search Steph Brady. You'll see her. um, Or go to Facebook and and search Paranormal Kits. Do they need to type your name in there too or just Paranormal Kits and it should come up? at Paranormal Kits. Okay. On Facebook or just type in Paranormal Kits. Okay, very good. it'll be directed to me. Perfect. All righty. Well, we're just about out of time, Steph. This has been a pleasure. I really enjoyed fast. talking to you, and, and the time has went by so fast. So good. Thank you for yes, joining yes. us. Thank and, you so much. And hopefully we'll, we'll do this again in the future.
Sounds awesome. All Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. We'll be right back with more My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe, my favorite hour of the week, the fastest hour of my week has just ended. Thank you for joining us each week on My Side of the Universe. How'd you, how did you enjoy Steph? I had a blast with her. She's very smart, knows a lot of stuff. It was a good time today. Be sure to check out the things that she has online. And the amazing thing to me is how many people are following her on LinkedIn? Over 17,000, almost 17,000 people. That's amazing. So um, see what she has to offer. She always has something funny and interesting on her feed. And and uh, almost always when I open up LinkedIn, she'll have something there to start my day. And, and I really enjoy it. So look and see what she has. It was a good time with her. We have other guests, good guests <clears throat> coming up. Next week, we're going to have uh, Darren and Sue Ann, our sponsors, talking about the things that you're going to want to take on a ghost hunt. Kind of a ghost hunt 101 for equipment the types of equipment, how much equipment, uh, things like that, what they think of various equipment. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're always fun to talk to, so we'll have them on next week, and I can't wait to talk to them. But be sure to go see what they have at the Eastern Utah Tourism and History Association right in downtown Price. Or you can go to their website, eutha.org, and see what they have to offer. Well, as always, thank you for joining us. This truly is my favorite hour of the week, and I, I'm so happy that you're a part of it. And I want you all to remember that you matter. Until you multiply yourself by the speed of light squared, then you energy. We'll see you next week on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM.